This election is a choice. This election will determine whether we can come together. This election is absolutely crucial. What's really important, of course, is... 12 of us in a giant stress-free rival. Please explain. You're listening to the 4ZZZ Breaks the Election podcast. Hello, election watchers. Welcome to the 4ZZZ Breaks the Election podcast, where our newsroom breaks down what is happening in the election for April 12th... Uh, where our newsroom breaks down what is happening in the election for April 22, 2022, just 28 full days before the federal election. My name is Alexis Pink. I'm the news coordinator here at 4ZZZ, and joining us in studio today is the 4ZZZ newsroom. Introduce yourself. Um, hi, I'm Angelique McClamont, and I'm a second-year um, English and communication student at the University of Queensland. Hello, I'm Eliza and I am a third year journalism and communications and government and international relations student at Griffith University. Hi, I'm Brad and I'm studying film at the Queensland School of Film and Television. Right, excellent. And in today's show, Josh Frydenberg's problems with election materials, Labor turns on the government on COVID rollouts, News Corp accused of leading an attack against Richard Miles, and some ballyhoo with Barnaby. And it's a good fun start. Let's talk about Josh Frydenberg. Who'd like to? Okay, so Federal Treasurer Josh Frydenberg is having some trouble on the election campaign after a series of problems were highlighted with his election material. The first were supporting statements from community members, including Guide Dogs Victoria CEO Karen Hayes being featured on one of the ads. The chair of the organisation, Ian Edwards, said they had not received any prior warning about the advertisement and was at pains to remind people the organisation was politically neutral. This was followed by a complaint about a picture of the treasurer with a scout troop, which was used on core flutes in his election electorate. One of the scouts in the picture complained and the campaign has agreed to cover up the photo with a picture. So, tell me why this is important. This seems a little bit trivial, but there's more to it than that. Uh, How about I start then? Yeah, you take it away. So, this feels like a bit of a trivial story, but there's more to it than it appears. Um, This is not just about um, election materials. It's about endorsements and... um, especially volunteer organisations that like to stay politically neutral and out of elections, being pulled into a campaign to support a specific political party. So why do little organisations like the Scouts and Guide Dogs tend to want to stay out of campaigns like this? Anyone have any thoughts? Well, I think generally if you get organisations with the importance of, you know, the Guide Dogs, Victoria... If you get organisations like that, obviously they they don't want to be getting accused of maybe preferencing some people over another, especially when, you know, maybe not their entire organisation is on, on board with that. Well, that, and these organisations will have to deal with both sides of Parliament and both sides of the political spectrum in various different ways. For example, in Victoria... At the federal level, they are dealing with the coalition government. At the state level, they're dealing with a Labour government. And across councils, they're dealing with multiple types of different mayors and councillors all across the spectrum. And all of those people have different thoughts and competing interests and may be a little bit upset if they're seen to favour a certain type of politics, a certain ideology. 
they may get less favourable treatment. Anyone, really. Anyone <laughs> want to jump in and add to that? And I guess, um, you know, none of these, like, national organisations want to um, attach themselves to, like, a certain political belief. They don't want to have any, you know, belief attached to... Well, especially a charity thing. Yeah. Guide Dogs for the Mm -hmm. Blind should be fairly apolitical. Most people are supportive of that idea. You would think so. Yeah, the idea that it's, you know, attached to the Liberals is, you know, a little bit... I think it's very off-putting to people, isn't it? And you don't really want to have that associated with the guide dogs, with what they're actually trying to achieve within the community. Indeed, indeed. So, let's turn our attention to Labor. What is happening on this Labor campaign at the moment? Well, Labor has brought up the debate over the government's handling of the coronavirus vaccine rollout, um, with peer-reviewed research revealing that its delay cost the nation more than $30 billion in potentially avoidable lockdowns. Um, This research, it was conducted by Shadow Assistant Treasurer and former Professor Andrew Lay and University of New South Wales economics professor Richard Holden, um, who both used the Treasury's estimates to calculate the effects of lockdowns in 2021. And Lay actually said that this could have been avoided if the government had ordered the vaccines earlier. Interesting sort of story. It's back to the pandemic and the way it was handled in the first place. A lot of people were accusing the federal government of acting very slowly in this particular time. Why is Labor bringing that up now? Um, I guess because there's new discoveries being made and the cost of the national lockdown was estimated at $3.2 billion per week and it added up to $31 billion over the 68 days of lockdown. Yeah, so it's not an insignificant spend. Yeah. And I think we're in an election campaign and they want to remind people of the failures of the government and how they've been let down. I also think that that would follow on then that the that this election does seem to be like it's going to be very much focused on on the economy and the economic recovery of um, you know the country to to the COVID pandemic, um, which seems to be coming. Uh, obviously, the debate the other night it was a key factor in that. That definitely. Indeed, so we might move on to another story. So, what's happening with this attack on Richard Miles? Well, the Australian launched a hit piece directed towards the Labor deputy leader, Richard Miles, uh, this morning criticising his previous comments on China's influence in the Pacific, obviously around the Solomon Islands deal that just happened. Uh, the comments that Miles have made suggest that China and Australia should both be focused on helping the Pacific. And one comment was that the idea that the Pacific nations would adhere to a call from Australia to not engage with China is silly. Uh, the newspaper also stated that Miles had dismissed fears about China setting up a military base in places such as the Solomons. However, the Prime Minister said this morning that there was no substantive evidence that China was going to do so. So this is an interesting story for many reasons. There's a lot of layers to this. Let's start with the obvious one. Why is Richard Miles being attacked on this, but not the coalition, which seems to have similar positions on a lot of these things? Yeah, I mean, Scott uh, Scott Morrison was accused by uh, Jason Clare in Labor's press conference this morning that he'd said very similar comments. And, I mean, I guess the reason that they're doing this is probably a little bit of, hey, it's an election. This guy's not necessarily saying that we should be enemies with China and we should combat them at every turn, but instead we should try and, you know, do what's best for helping out the Pacific Islands, which... Um, 
that's also another thing that Richard Miles has said, which is something along the lines of um, we should be helping the Pacific Islands and we should be welcoming any other country that wants to do so as well. It's a lot more about collaboration, and I think the Liberals, they want to try and be more divisive in their rhetoric coming to the action. I I think also that uh, we know it's an election and we know that the coalition is trying really hard to use defence and security as one of their big issues. Uh, Making people fear things is so, so powerful. And if they can uh, successfully get people worried about what Richard Miles would do in office, then I feel like they're winning votes, aren't they? True. Um, There were other comments made by other parliamentarians on the on the Solomon Islands, Barnaby Joyce comes to mind specifically, which brings us to what is going on in that man's head someday. (laughs) Barnaby Joyce's warning on the Solomon Islands becoming like Cuba was quite a statement amongst all of the comments made on this. And a lot of people had stuff to say to that, but specifically Senator Bridget McKenzie was the most interesting, saying Barnaby has a way of commenting on public affairs that is very, very unique. Bridget McKenzie is a coalition senator. Why would she say something like this effectively against someone who is on her side? Uh, Well, I mean, I think it's just, it's such an absurd statement. It doesn't look at anything to do with any history or, it's just out of touch with reality. (laughs) I mean, I think they're just, they're trying to sell unity as well anyway. So she doesn't want to say like, that was bizarre. She doesn't want to sound like she's supporting him or not supporting him. So obviously the adjective is then unique. Yeah, it is a very odd way of approaching that. Like, it's a weird statement. There's, there's no two ways about this. I think that Australians probably don't know enough about the history of Cuba to um, truly not just think, oh, well, Cuba was a Russian military base. That's bad. So. Yeah, so it's just, it's weird election um dysphoria at this point it's very weird okay so that's all the time we've got for on the podcast today thank you for listening to the four triple z breaks the election podcast for 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 more news head to four triple z.org.au forward slash news or listen to four triple z on 102.1 fm on dab dad plus digital radio via the four triple z website or on your favorite podcasting app if you've got a tip off or feedback about this podcast you can email us at newsroom at fortrepz.org.au.